Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Divorce the First Six Months with Peter Maestri. That's me. Today, we have the pleasure of having Segev Peretz. And Segev is 45 years old. He is a masculine embodiment and relationship coach. He has been spiritually divorced for about eight years now, and he has three kids. Two who um, are his, they're all boys. One is 11, one is 13, and he has a stepson that's 23. Segev, welcome to um, Divorce the First Six Months. Thanks, Peter. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. And I am so like excited about talking to you because I know that this has been, you know, we have, we have, we've gone, been going back and forth for a while now and finally we made it happen. And I'm, I'm super stoked to get to know you, to get to understand your story. And, and without further ado, will you tell us about your first six months? Sure. So, uh, my first six months is a tricky window to pinpoint because um, as you mentioned, I've been spiritually divorced. I'm technically not legally divorced yet. So that's, and you also mentioned about the timing of us meeting. It's really divine timing for it to be today and, and not when we originally intended it to be. Um, so there's a whole saga of that. But, you know, for me, I have a, a, a couple of different first six months. So there's, I'll tell you about the different ones if that's okay. Of course. So I left my marriage multiple times. Um, I left my marriage in 2007 um, after being together with my wife for a couple of years and realizing in the first six months that it wasn't really aligned, but there was a child and I wanted to stay for the child. He was a stepson. His father wasn't in the picture and he become a big, important part of my life. And I, um, I didn't want to leave him. And eventually I realized I needed to leave and I, and I did, I left the marriage and I moved out. And within uh, a month or so of me being moved out, having left the marriage, I found out she was pregnant with my first biological son. So I decided to love the one I'm with and go all the way with it. And then we had a couple of kids and then, there was another point later on in the marriage where I realized, okay, I'm not going to be able to make this work with this partner. And I know that it's not going to work. And from that point, there was a six months that began because I took, I told myself I was going to give myself six months to make sure I'm cleaning up every inch of my side of the street to make sure that uh, before I leave, I know I'm looking at every inch of myself and knowing that I've, I've cleaned up every part of what I can control. And that six months turned into three years. And then the next six months began when I finally left. And those six months were fucking hard. So those were really my first six months of divorce, even though I'm technically not divorced. Um, it was fucking hard. It was fucking hard making the decision to break up my family. It's the reason I didn't want to leave in the first time. It's the reason I didn't want to leave 
second time. And, it, and it's the reason why it was so hard the third time, because I really just wanted to create wholeness and love in a home together with uh, my boys. And I wasn't successful in doing that. Um, I cried pretty much every night that my kids weren't with me. I was, I was a hundred and 10% certain that leaving the marriage was the right thing. And that this partner wasn't the right partner for me. And that I wasn't going to be able to create the kind of life and love that I wanted with this partner. Um, so there wasn't sadness about leaving. There was a difficulty, certainly in the beginning of, you know, my boys were four and six at the time and having them not in my house, not tucking them in, not waking them up in the morning, not kissing them goodnight was a deep emptiness. And that was really, really hard. And, um, Yeah, that was, that was a really hard time. So <clears throat> I want to think of, there's something else that I wanted to tell you about the, the first six months, which is that there were two parts of it. There was the part of like leaving the marriage and the partnership and reclaiming myself, which is a glorious, joyful thing that I was coming back to myself. I dusted off the paintings that I had painted that didn't weren't welcome in my home before and put them up in my house. And I started painting again and I started listening to the music that I like again. I had given up myself in the marriage and no one took that, took me away from me. I, I, I made the choice to give myself away in order to get love and approval in a, in a marriage. And I made that choice. Um, and so I started to give myself back to me. So there was two parallel journeys. One was the grieving of the family that not only would not continue, but that never really was, right? It was a grieving of, of a vision and a dream that I'd had for a long time before I'd even met her about creating a certain type of family that I tried the best I knew how with the tools and resources and awareness and support that I had at that time. And that was a really deep grieving. That was a, that was a painful death of a dream. And then there was concurrently, there was a rebirth at the same time that this grieving was happening. There was a birth of coming back home to myself and remembering who I am and honoring myself. And, um, you know, I just really made it about self-love those first six months were about creating a love affair with myself again and doing the things that I love and taking really good care of my body and eating clean and exercising and painting and lighting candles and taking baths and meditating. And I didn't do any dating or any of that stuff or tindering. I was really just focused on loving myself, remembering myself, coming back to myself, re honoring myself and and being the best fucking dad that I could be when I had my boys with me. Um, so that's how I would characterize the first six months. I mean, I could talk more, but if you have any specific things that you'd like to know about it, I, I'd be happy to share. For me, for me it would be the psychology, like the, 
the mind frame that it takes to surrender your happiness inside of being with your children, right? So here you are, and this is the, the thing that struck me immediately was like, you know, I'm going to stay for the kids. I'm going to stay because because these souls inspire me. But then you have this other person that, that that's not inspiring you. That's not having your heart and your mind and your soul connected where it wants to stay. What are some of the things that you were going through as a human being, just as a human being? Because that's a huge dichotomy of, of emotions, you know? And, yeah. So when you talk about staying for the kids, it, it wasn't like I made a decision. I'm like, all right, I'm going to eat shit for my kids. You know, right. it wasn't that I'm going to stay and suffer and this is what it is. And I'm just going to stay and try to hunker through for the not break up the family. It was, I'm going to fucking figure out a way to crack this code. I'm going to solve this puzzle. I'm going to make love here. I'm going to create love. I'm going to fucking find a way to crack this person open. My wife at the time. You know, my experience was that I couldn't, I couldn't crack her heart open. And so I was in the deep reflection of like, well, what am I doing wrong? So in, in many sense, you know, I, I suffered a lot in that relationship, but again, no one forced it upon me. I, I chose it all for myself and, but it was the greatest gift I could have given to myself in that. I was honed, you know, I was, I, I had to look at myself and I had to grow and I had to realize, okay, the way I'm showing up in this way, isn't cutting it. Let me try a different way. I, I had been therapy and coaching and we did coaching and therapy together and I evolved my communication. I learned so many things through the process of that relationship, both by, by, how I had to grow within it and the things that I didn't know how to do then that I learned after the fact um, that have really shaped who I am now and shaped the way that I get to show up in relationship now with my partner now and shape my work and what I do for a living. You know, the way that I, what, if I knew now, if I knew then what I know now as a man and how to operate, I don't think that I would have avoided divorce. I think I would have avoided marriage with this partner. And I think I would have, or if I had already been married, I would have left much sooner. I would have had the resolve to know how to honor myself. Um, But I didn't know how to honor myself. That was not something I was taught in my family growing up. I was taught, you know, in our culture, my, my family were Israeli, Moroccan, Jewish, and big family and all this stuff. And this is about like honoring the family. Right. And it was about it was less about like individual freedom and expression and joy and more about like honoring the family it was my experience. And I thought that to do good and to be a good man and be a good father, you know, you do, you sacrifice things and you do what you need to do. And so this conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you share yourself and your story. Be courageous Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.